This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now. (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And you're Between Two Sterns. Just so you know, I know I'm late to this podcast. I haven't showered since helping my friend move. Oh my there goodness. is something that I need to do. and I, I haven't don't... showered since yesterday, so if that's any consolation. Hey, is uh, Adrian out of town? <laughs> are, are you having a stroke? I might be. I might be. I, I meant to say uh, Adrian. Um, what, what is are, happening to my brain? Are you having a stroke? Are you okay? It's been a long, long fucking day. I met Andrea. Um, okay on the on the third time uh let me do something that i'm in dire need of doing right now and then we can get back to talking let me just and i'll get it let me just and that's not this is just a beer i don't even have guinness but i need a drink very badly okay can i start off the podcast by saying something and i won't blow up my friend's spot very quickly but there is something because i don't want it to be too heavy to start and i know you're going to talk about the comedy that you did this week it's going to be all wonderful but can i just say on the record mm-hmm. if you are a woman in a relationship with a man who is a piece of shit, you do not owe that man anything get the fuck out of that relationship and go find happiness I have a lot of female friends. In fact, Jared, you might be one of maybe three male friends that I have. (laughs) But the consistency I find with like these female friends of mine who continue to not just give chances to men who are undeserving of them, but also just like, like justify this very toxic and very unacceptable behavior. It it, it boggles my mind. And, And I'm so thankful for those women who get out of these situations but more often than not, I find that they wait too long to get out of them. And I'm so proud of those that do. Um, but if you are one of the listeners of this podcast and you need that extra push, get the fuck out. Know your own value and your own worth. Get out and be happy. You shouldn't spend 90% of your life with some, not, you shouldn't be with somebody who makes you unhappy 90% of the time because you are afraid that you won't find somebody else who provides that other 10% again. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Well, now I feel like I need to get a drink. You should get a drink. All right. You know what? I'll go get a drink. Go get a drink. one sec. So this is not an uncommon thing for Jared to go and do something and for me to vamp on the podcast uh, while he's gone. Okay. While I have everybody privately, there's another thing that I'm, I'm, I'm a little frustrated by, by Jared. And we're going to see if he comes back and realizes it. A couple of episodes of the podcast, I talked about me doing a specific thing uh, physically to myself. Um. That would surprise and shock Jerry. Yeah, I dyed my eyebrows and he, he didn't notice. I've also cut the majority of the hair off of my head. He also hasn't noticed and complimented it. Um, and I feel like multiple times on this podcast, I'm very positive about Jared's aesthetics. Hey, you look great. Your hair looks great. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe words of affirmation are not Jared's love language. And uh, maybe that's a Jared Stern disconnect. Acts of services would be, and that would be uh, me getting onto the podcast much sooner than I already do. And he's back. And he's back. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you. And uh, Slancha. Cheers. Well, today is St. Patrick's Day. It is St. Patrick's Day. 
It's the Saintest St. Patrick's Days. I mean, this is this is a holiday you actually celebrate, right? It's a holiday I celebrate. And honestly, you know, I can tie this all back around because like I said, I just helped that friend of mine move out of a bad living, you know, boyfriend situation. And I think there are a lot of parallels to St. Patrick's Day because much like when St. Patrick led the Jews out of Israel um, because the British were imposing their taxes upon them with their cabbage and haggis, so too should people in abusive situations leave those situations. And I might be mixing, when you come from a mixed religion family, they tend to like fuse a bunch of things together just uh-huh. to cover all the bases. So I don't know whether it was St. Patrick's or St. Jebediah, I can't remember the specifics of it, but whatever it was, I know that well, some of those things happened and there were snakes. I think there were snakes also. To quote St. Patrick, enough is enough. I am sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes <laughs> from this motherfucking plane. You want to know what's really great about that? As you were saying enough is enough, I didn't know that you were going in that direction. And in my head, I was like, the moment he finishes this, I'm going to quote Samuel L. Jackson with snakes on the plane. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. It's been a long, long 48 hours, dude. A long 48 hours. Well, so besides having to move your, help your friend move, what else have you been, have you been dealing with? I have officially, I've officially given notice at my company. Oh, wow. Okay. I talked with uh, my CSO today. I gave a notice at my company. I'm fine talking about this because he's going to inform my CEO tomorrow. So by the time this gets released, everybody's going to know. And as we all know, all members of my company are chomping at the bit for new episodes of Between Two Sterns. So oh, yeah. I, I, I don't even think they know that I'm funny or entertaining. I got uh, news for you. I, I've, I've seen the metrics from our last episode. No one is chomping for the bit for new well, episodes. There's a lot going on in general that I think is pulling focus for people right now. You know, like an impending nuclear war. We are a fleeting distraction from such things. We are. People should, people should be clamoring for distraction from such things. And we provide that. I will say that service. <laughs> the, the, the odd, and this is not, I don't want to say, look, I don't want to make fun of the Ukrainian situation. That, that That's not my intention, but... What has been interesting is I've always known that my lineage was Ukrainian. Like my dad is, my, my dad's ancestors are Ukrainian, but mm-hmm. he's Jewish. It was always better to say, you know, Irish Jew. It always had a, a nice little ring on it. And to be absolutely honest, I really didn't have a baseline for what Ukrainians looked like. It wasn't like I was like, oh, there aren't any big Ukrainians. But after seeing this Ukrainian president, like just stepping out like fucking, what's his name? Um, Harrison Ford in Air Force One, just like uh-huh. that level of like, get off my country level of presidency, I see the physical resemblance in me and my brother in Ukrainian. Like if you took Irish and Ukrainian and mixed them together, we have a very similar look to ourselves. Well, Zelensky's Jewish. Yeah, I know. A lot of Ukrainians are. So that's why we're putting up such a fight. So we're putting up such a fight. We're tired of this bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's constant. I hear you had a pretty big week. Uh, So far, yeah. And uh, like more more stuff on the horizon like my march got super busy comedically i noticed that you had like four or five dates go up on uh up on the uh the old facebook yeah well i mean when i when i get enough dates to put on a on a graphic i put up a graphic because it doesn't happen that often that i get enough dates to do that uh, i had the show uh last night at the dc improv on the main stage which was my first time back on the main stage since before the world fell down. So that was cool. Uh, and it was a sold out show. And nice. with, have you ever heard 
of a guy named Olin Rogers. That name ring a bell out, out there in, in LA way? Olin Rogers. He is primarily, I guess he's, I guess a filmmaker. He, he got him, he, he got big on YouTube. Okay. That's where he got his following from. He also created an animated series called Final Space. When I got the gig, A, I had never heard of Olin Rogers. B, okay. I'd never heard of his, I'd never heard of the cartoon that he created. But apparently he has a rabid following because he was able to sell out the DC improv. And, oh, wow. Okay. Well, and he, and, and he has, and, and he has the kind of fans that like hang on his every word. And like when he, he's, he's a storyteller. That's his, that's his genre. Like he doesn't do set up punchline. He yeah. has, you know, long five to six minute drawn out stories. But he's a really good, like he's really good yeah. at uh, stretching things out and very, he gesticulates wildly. He's very engaging. He has the kind of fans where he, he says the first three words of a story and they start applauding because, because they can't wait to hear this story. Yeah. But <clears throat> apparently he's, he, he's huge on, on YouTube. That was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it was just, it's just really nice to get back, back on there. Cause I used to, awesome. I, used to I used to perform on that stage. I know how much you miss the improv. I know you used to talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's great. It, I mean, it is one of, if not the best clubs in the country and it, broke my heart when i found out that they had to lay off their entire staff and shut down when the when the pandemic first because uh, you weren't even sure if they were going to come back that no they could come back from it so i'm really happy that they did i really am. that not only are they back but they are they're uh, you know going stronger than ever crowds are back crowds largely do not give a flying fuck about no nope. nobody anything. does nobody does i did a i did a, I did, a, does. a did an inventory of of uh, people in the audience uh, at the show, and I think like five people were wearing masks because they dropped the mandates in DC. So you oh, don't yeah, out here also. have to anymore. So people are wearing them if they want to, and but they don't have to. We'll see what the future brings, and hopefully these these uh, relaxing of standards and relaxing of uh, protocols doesn't come back to bite us in the ass, and we have to do the fourth wave of this shit. But spoiler alert, it's going to come back to both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it um, probably will. Look, what I you know what I love about this virus? <laughs> Tell me, what do you love about this? I virus? love something about this virus. What's that? Because for hundreds of thousands of years, humanity has always found an enemy in another country, in an animal in nature they're mm -hmm. always saying something's out to get us yeah this virus has proved that humanity's worst enemy is us we're the pro we're our own we are our own architects of our own destruction this thing could have been settled in two months if you look yeah. at uh what is it taiwan you remember taiwan when it first happened mm -hmm. and like yeah, after they like four months they had an entire open air like concert with no masks, they had a zero percent infection rate because all they did was everybody got on the same page, lock yourselves in, wash your hands, nobody coming in without following the rules. And they were clear. They were clear. It, there was an easy path to solving this thing. And humanity all together went, well, too fucking bad. No, 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 no. Not, not humanity. Just 
Well, largely just the United States. I mean, <clears throat> look, there are other countries outside the United States. That sure, no, but 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 own. those who, but those uh, those other countries outside the United States are ones that share, uh, I would say, American values, Western the, values. The United Hubris. Yeah, maybe. I think that when we when this American experiment was created, right, there were things written into the documents mm -hmm. that created the United States of America. Yes. The, they say life, liberty, and what's the third thing? I believe it's the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of happiness. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty abstract thing. But here's the thing. You, get, you, <laughs> you have an inalienable right to pursue happiness. And do you know what, the, do you know what that ahead. does? What's do you know that? what that does? It creates a bunch of entitled, selfish motherfuckers Agreed. who are only trying to pursue their own happiness by way of their own lives and liberty. I think one of the greatest misunderstandings of any text ever is that people keep confusing the right to pursue happiness with the right to achieve happiness. <laughs> You're right. You right. have it's every right to pursue it, but I never guaranteed you that you would ever achieve it. And if that's not the American dream right there, I don't know what it's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a bunch of people who are are in hot pursuit of happiness and they're <laughs> right. willing to willing to knock over any woman, uh woman or child or whatever to this to is uh, uh yeah. do, do you want a West Coast reference or an East Coast reference? What's our stronger <laughs> demographic? Our stronger demographic. East Coast? Um, I don't know. Of the dozens of people that listen, probably East Coast. So you're 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 jammed bumper to bumper on 95, right? And you can see the exit for happiness like two miles ahead of you, but you can't <laughs> yep. move anywhere. You're pursuing that happiness. But right now, that COVID is just gridlocking you. And it's very much that old um, what is it? Oh God, there was a you'll love this because I'll make a Simpsons episode reference, which is very rare for me to do. Do you remember the Simpsons episode where I forget who the new mayor was, but to increase efficiency, they changed all the lights to yellow. They got rid of green and red and where they got rid of green lights and made them all yellow and red because okay. people were speeding so fast through, through yellow, yellow lights, lights. Yeah. that it increased traffic efficiency. And I forgot what it was some obscure character. He's like, whoa, I made it here in expert time. Oh, if I only had someplace to go. Like it was one of those. That it sounds was, like Otto. Might be. It, it was one of those substance jokes. But that, that to me is the American pursuit of happiness. We're trying to get there too fast, and we don't even know the destination we're trying to get to. We just want to that's bitch true. about the journey. Think of all the friends we made along the way. Right. That's what, that's what this is all about. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to barrel ahead. We're going to hope that, uh, that things don't, don't shut down. I'm, I'm prepared to ride this comedy wave until they tell me I can't no more. Well, uh, I will soon be on the East Coast. So if you want to set something up, we're gonna we're gonna do a thing. We're gonna do some stuff. I certainly hope so. I that do too. I mean, it, it's gonna happen. Like, get ready for it. Look, the pandemic drove me away from you, Jared. It took me to the other. I needed to go. Did it drive <laughs> you away though? Did, I did needed it to drive go. you away. I no, to it go. didn't. <laughs> I, I, I would say the pandemic brought us closer together. I needed to go three thousand miles. We were living what four miles away from each other. I needed to go uh, a little more than that, but yeah. yeah. Let's say five, six miles an hour. <laughs> I, I needed to go 3,000 miles away from you to establish our friendship so that when I came back, it wasn't too overwhelming for all of us. Rock Bottom, which is uh, run by Kurt Shackelford, mm -hmm. comedy mogul, 
DC comedy mogul, Kurt Shackelford. It's a stone's throw from your parents' place. That name is awesome, but what's his name? Kurt Shackelford. I like that name. Kurt Shackelford. Yep. He sounds like the kind of guy who would run the kind of room that he runs. Okay. Because I was going to say, I'd buy anything from that dude. (laughs) Have you ever Um, had insurance insurance? What's that, Kurt? Well, it's the insurance you buy to insure your insurance. In in case you lose your insurance, you need insurance. Done. So he runs a Saturday room in Bethesda. Okay. That you could walk to if you indeed are living with your parents. I'm staying with my parents for a while. Honestly, they've never seen me do stand-up comedy before. Yeah, but no, I, I, I would love to be on the same stage as you at some point. Uh, as as some would point. I. I mean, not just to do stand-up, we got to do a, like a live version of the podcast. We do. Be... We need to establish more of an audience before we can do a live version of the podcast. I, 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 my, my goal is to get to the point where Olin Rogers is now where he's got a following, he can take it around the country and essentially just shoot the shit with people with stuff that he has established. Uh, he did it on YouTube. We're now establishing things via via this podcast. By the way, though, I, we, we have some very loyal listeners. Yeah, we do. A, a friend of mine uh, who, who is a, one of those loyal listeners left us a very nice ah, five-star review. I saw that. Now on iTunes, and we encourage all of you and much like we will say it after the show is done, please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Look, I'm, I, honestly, man, the, the thing I'm looking forward to most about this move is not only being closer to you and being able to do this type of stuff, but just being in your same fucking time zone, which I think that's going to make very things helpful. so much easier. But also, I'm essentially working for myself once I move out there. So my, my schedule becomes a lot more open and more versatile and more dynamic i think we're going to be able to really i'm going i know i'm going to be able to dedicate more time to this than i have been in the role that i'm presently at which by the way we have another video that went up we do uh which one did you put up it was the that's the was, uh the duck egg one the duck I'm, egg one i think i saw yeah which by the way for those of you listening and being curious that is the maximum amount i can speed our dialogue up before we start sounding like Alvin and the Chipmunks. If you were wondering if we seemed a little fast on that video, the answer is yes. And that's because I only have 58 seconds on Instagram before the whole thing cuts out and stops recording. So sometimes I got to tweak the speed a little bit. Um, we're not doing cocaine is what I'm saying. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's artificial speeding yet. up yet. Yet. You wanted a following, Jared Stern and Jared Stern, try cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we have to review it. Like, like, isn't that what? Isn't that what you said you wanted us to do? I do. Both I want us to start. Res- There's both a try the same thing and then review that 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 thing from from both sides of the Jared uh, spectrum. There's a really good show. There was like this like little dark time between like I want to say 2007, 2008 to like 2012, where Comedy Central just had these fucking awesome shows that came out that just fell into the background, and their shows like Nathan for You. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen it, but just a yeah, brilliant show. show. Uh, Andy Daly had one on the day on um, Comedy Central called uh, Review. And it was it was unlike Nathan. It was a scripted show. And like the pilot, you know who Andy Daly is, mm-hmm. right? Very clean cut, blonde haired, white guy. Mm-hmm. You, you, if you guys look him up, you'll, you'll recognize him for anything. But the show is hilarious. Have you ever seen Review? I may have caught an episode of it. It's a scripted comedy where essentially he's like, a lot of people review things like books or TV shows, but I review real life. 
And so like the pilot episode, he's like, I'll be reviewing racism, racism, judging another human being based solely off of the way that they look. Why do people do it? And is it any good? I'll go out and find out for you. So he does like a whole, or he does like addiction, needing a substance because your body has become dependent upon it. I will do massive amounts of cocaine and give you my review on addiction. And it's like, it's a really, like, it's a real right in the sweet spot of comedy of both like sardonic comedy, but also it's, it's absolutely magnificent. So I've, I've gone back to these old comedies, but we should actually do cocaine together and see how we should not. Let's see how different Jared Stern's bodies react to things like cocaine, black tar, heroin. I don't want to know what this vessel that I have on my face would do when cocaine <laughs> is introduced to it. <laughs> For those it of may you, become like a nuclear reactor of some kind. If we don't do a video version of this, Jared is pointing to the, you know, the standard Jared Stern knows that exists on both the of The ever-present. <laughs> the, it really ties the face together, I think. I'm not gonna lie. At your age, I don't think you have the lung capacity to get the cocaine from the beginning of the nostril all the way up into the system. I think it's only going to make it about two thirds of the way through before your your lung capacity just gives out. It's a sojourn. Let me tell you, you get all the way up that nasal cavity. Yeah, that's that's a ways. Um, so, I a question for you. I, I know you, I know you're not a sports guy. We've been over this several times. Yep. Do you have any interest at all? Because this is, I think, certain sports events kind of mm-hmm. transcend basic fanhood. Yeah. Are you participating in March Madness at all? Now, March Madness is basketball, and I believe that's college basketball. That is college basketball. Yeah. Now, you suffer from the fact that you didn't have a team where you went to school. Correct. Though I did start out, I did two years at Kutztown University, and I believe Kutztown has a basketball team. It's awful, but I believe it's Uh a basketball team. I also, whenever you go to a state school growing up, you never refer to it as attending. You always talk about it like it's prison. You're like, I did two, I did two years upstate (laughs) at Kutztown University (laughs) until I got out. And, you know, (laughs) it always goes like that. Um, Obviously, you have an alma mater. And I believe the basketball is NCAA. It is. I know this because you texted me something about NCAA and it took me a second for my brain to stop converting it to NAACP. NAACP. And I was like, that's odd that Jared has such an, it's great for him, like morally. And then I was like, oh no, it's March Madness College basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do not have a team or a a school that I root for. Both my siblings went to Temple University. So I I have a little bit of a supportive Temple um, because I applied there and got rejected. And also because you're a Jew. We all have a supportive temple. Temple, that's right. But but Temple's not special because there were there were 23 other schools I applied to and got rejected from. So I could just as easily root for them as well. Um, but your team is the um the the University of Maryland Terrapins. That's right. Who who did not make the tournament this year. Mm. Neither did, by the way, the entire district, Maryland and Virginia area, the DMV got shut out of the tournament. Georgetown didn't make it. Why? Georgetown didn't? didn't? Uh, Like all the big schools that perennially, at least one of them are in the tournament. None of them made it this year. We were all, they were all garbage. Uh, So I don't, I didn't have, I don't have a dog in the, I don't have a dog in the fight. Uh, I don't have some, someone that I can uh, have my heart broken with. Mm -hmm. I just merely have to, 
I have to depend entirely upon my guessing prowess because I, I don't, I don't follow the college basketball game that much. Like I, I've, I went to a couple Maryland games this year. They stink, but they're in the <laughs> big 10. And so I'm vaguely aware of other teams in the big 10. Right. Like I watch ESPN. So I kind of know who's pretty good. And I watch the, watch the NCAA selection show and I watch all the different breakdowns and the sports yelling shows. Are you and invested in this? Is there is it like a fantasy thing? Are you taking bets on this, or is it just pure observation? Are you joking? I, I'm Do you not know that the yeah, it's like a it's like, like a bracket biggest, system. But yeah. you haven't you haven't pitched me joining this thing yet. You're just kind of no, putting well, it in already. Are we? Are, am I signing up for something? No, <laughs> you're not signing up for anything. Okay, good. Already, that's all I needed started. to know. That's all it's I needed started. To okay, yeah, the, uh, the the tournament uh, as uh, as we are recording this started today okay first by the way the first four to four days of the tournament are one of the or four of the greatest days in sports the <laughs> thursday friday saturday and sunday of the ncaa tournament where it's just nothing but basketball games on for four days straight okay. is fantastic okay. it's awesome it really is i mean i know you don't you're not a sports ball guy look, so you don't look, care let me, but... let me explain something to you when you graduate high school do you need to go and play college ball in order to play in the nba not necessarily, no. Would you say that some of the greatest players in the NBA skipped college entirely and went straight to the NBA? Like three or four of them did. They yeah. moved the fucking three-point line back to where it's supposed to be, make the ball the right size. There are a lot of adjustments that are made in college basketball, much like college football, that are not accurate. And by the way, Google check me right now. Go ahead. Differences between college basketball and professional there are There are slight differences be between the pros and Why college. Why is there a difference? Why is there a difference between college football and professional football and college basketball and professional basketball? We're commonly these kids. Let them play the game. What? Is there college baseball? Yeah, of course there is. Are the fields smaller than professional baseball? Are the bats shorter? Are the balls bigger? Why is there such what? a difference? Between <laughs> Why are you? I, I don't understand. I don't understand this fervor. That you I don't understand found. the absurdity of why there's a difference between the two. I do not understand this, and I think I'm it's a conspiracy about something, and I can't figure out what it all is. All I'm doing is just <laughs> letting you know, I'm letting you in on the absolute <laughs> joy of watching college basketball. I'm taking betting, your joy away. I'm betting taking on it away. college basketball and being right about the betting on college basketball. I right now, because generally when you when you do tournament picks, and yeah. there are loads of upsets, like that's that's how this that's how this tournament that's the bread and right. butter of this tournament. Right. You, you have the expectations when the field is set. You have mm -hmm. your number one seeds. Yeah. You have your uh, the expectations of all these schools that have done really well during the regular season. Yeah. And then they face off against a team that you've never heard of who's just on a hot streak. And there and, and all of a sudden the uh, the big name is gone. It's a great feeling. It's 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 an amazing the drama of sports. And there's like. There's eight games today. There's going to be eight. Well, there's eight games in the in the in the afternoon. There's eight games. There's 16 games on uh, Friday, uh, Thursday, and Friday. There's going to be another uh, eight games apiece on Saturday and Sunday. And we're going to get down to the Sweet 16, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Jared, I love sports. Obviously, no, you, you don't. No, you don't. No, I no, love don't. sports, but I love different types of sports. Like yes. you like competitive basketball and competitive football, and I love the sport 
of competitive dating. And that's why the series finale of Love is Blind season two was so goddamn good when you weren't sure if Shane and Natalie were going to end up together. And then all of a sudden he said some racist shit clearly to her off screen the episode before. And then boom, she turns him down at the altar. And what's his name? Shake. And what's her name? Oh my God. Shake was such a piece of shit. And then she owned her own independence to tie back to what I was saying in the beginning of the episode and turned him down at the altar, embarrassing in front of everybody. Competitive dating, man. The first four hours of competitive dating, some of the greatest four hours you'll ever spend in your entire life. All right. We're going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> so what else you got going on this week? Do you have anything else? Because I got a good way to tie all this up. I can bring up what I was going to say. I got a bone to pick with you. With me? Well, I what I do. I do. I have a bone to pick with you. You know what I've noticed for the past two weeks? You've been reacting to what I've been saying better than you have for any of the months prior to that. And do you know why that is? <laughs> Why, why is that? I dyed my motherfucking eyebrows and you never noticed. Not <laughs> once have you brought this up. These are like dark things across my face. I'm looking at myself in the screen. It's clear. Look, now I'm, I'm, and now I'm like, they're all over the you place. You are conveying a lot more emotion. <laughs> I, I, I will say that. I was talking about people on the podcast. I was like, look, I had to be given a note. This is while you were gone. I was like, I had to be given a note at one point to stop commenting on what Jared looked like physically. I'm like, I got a nice haircut. You got this. This barber I went to chopped like 60% of the hair off of my head, which is not what I asked him to do. Oh, yeah, look at that. No comment about that. I've got like Sharpie <laughs> marker across my eyebrows. No reference to this. It's like you don't even notice me anymore, Jared. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I then I made more, a comment I... about how words of affirmation are clearly not your love language, and I need to figure clearly out what not. exactly is. <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> Jared, you look a lot more aerodynamic and expressive today. <laughs> That's what I was going for. That's okay, what I was good. going for. <laughs> I'm very sorry that I not, I not validated, uh, not validated your appearance. Do you notice them now? I'm, I'm going to do a side I mean, by side. I, I swear mean, to God, kinda? just fucking lie to me. Have you? How long have you been married that you don't know when to lie to a hysterical human being? Well, <laughs> hysterical, is that what you're Look, I would compare my jacked upness about this very similarly to how I feel about them adjusting the rules and sizes of the fields and courts, respectively, based off of whether you're playing college or adult basketball. I think you're football. All right. Well, whatever. Do you as someone as someone do you really not have an issue with this? Do you really not have an issue that it's completely different from how do you train? How do you train to be a professional athlete if where you're getting your professional training in a college setting? The rules, the shapes, and the sizes are all a little bit different. Does it not encourage you to then not go to college because you're, look, Steph Curry, this man's dropping three-pointers from anywhere on the court. Yeah. You don't tell me that people are going to have a difficulty, like training on a college basketball court. When do you train on the professional court then? I, I, I can't answer these questions. That's what you, you're I don't guy. know. That's what I want to know. You're the sports guy. I'm the sports guy. You're the sports yeah, guy, that's... and I'm the love is blind guy. That's what we do. <laughs> We've got different roles. <laughs> now, as, as someone whose eyebrows have always been very <laughs> prominent, all of my features, I'd like to think, are very prominent and, and forward-facing in your face, yeah. in my face. They're on my face and in your face. I, I don't know, your kind of washed out look <laughs> that you have, it's, 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 it's very difficult to tell gradient, you know? 
because sure for you your eyebrows are a little bit darker but those are still barely there <laughs> barely there like those are just just wisps tiny little wisps I'm dying all the hair I have on my face. Here's the problem. I don't even have hair here to dye. They start <laughs> midway through my eyelid. Like it's, oh my God. But here's the absurd part. Let's say hypothetically, I this is what I had. And then tomorrow I woke up and I had more predominant features. Like I had big bushy eyebrows and a much bigger nose. Everything. How am I supposed to adjust to that immediately? Shouldn't it be a gradual change? This does seem like a very gradual change, Jared. I... <laughs> The fact that I literally could not tell until you screamed it at me. I <laughs> When I first did them, by the way, I definitely left the dye on a little bit too long because when they came out, they were fucking dark. Are you really dyeing your eyebrows? Of course I'm dyeing my eyebrows. I, I cannot express to you enough. Like if no, you were to see a side by side next to me. You're right. You're not able to express it. <laughs> how different my face looks if you put me side. Like I'm trying. Do I even have a picture of me pre <laughs> PEV Peb? Pre-eyebrows. Let me see what I got over here. I'm going to screenshot it, it and I'm going to send it to you. Okay. All right. I'm, hang on. Let me get my phone. Hang on. Uh, did you did you send something to me? Yet? I did send it to you. It yeah. Be. Okay. No, I I, I I see what you're saying. First of all, yes, they the ones that you had, and I'm going to use the past tense there. Right. You seem to be a little longer across the actual brow above the eye. They do seem like they have more of a more of a an arch, you know. That's more of an these arc. didn't uh, these didn't pick up on the die at all. Wait, so are you saying those are still there? But you, yeah, didn't... these this right here in between is actually still hair there. So you have two tone eyebrows. <laughs> I have a gradient of an eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, you look like um, Whoopi Goldberg in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Let me or tell Whoopi you, Goldberg anyway. Anyway, she doesn't have eyebrows. Let me tell you the celebrity that objectively I look the least like, and that is Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I, I am telling you that she doesn't have eyebrows. That's what I'm comparing. <laughs> if, if we are simply talking about the lack of eyebrows, then that is probably the only thing physically me you and have Whoopi in have in with Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. No, I, I, that I, yes, I, I agree with that, that. And our love of both sister act movies. I fucking love those movies. Oh no. What? Oh no. What? Well, <laughs> I don't like this. So, well, I don't you like know, you looking off screen and whispering, just, oh no, <laughs> this is not a good feeling. I just, uh, so I was telling you about the, the NCAA tournament. Yes. And how you can have an established team that have great expectations yeah. to go really, really far and then have an upstart team just take them out. Well, the team that I had picked for my national championship to win the national championship yeah. just lost in the no. first round no. to a 15 seed. They were a two seed, and they lost to a 15. What was your team? Uh, the University of Kentucky. Okay. And who did they lose to? They lost to, I'm going to, uh, St. Peter's College. Hmm? Yeah. What is uh, it, the, the their mascot appears to be the peacocks mm. uh an angry peacock looks like that looks like they're wow that is this holy shit okay because <laughs> i was doing really well up until then like the the first like the the first half of the 
the first eight games, in one of my brackets, I was perfect. I had picked all of them, which is you rare. picked all eight teams in the first bracket. No, in in the first wave of games. The yeah, first that's what I'm game saying. You, yes. you so you got all the right ones. I got all eight. I got all that's eight. That's pretty games impressive. Right. And, but now I'm the most wrong because not only did I lose this game, I lost that team in progression throughout the bracket until the national championship. Oh, I am now wrong. It, now it's a cascade of wrongness. <laughs> All the way through the bracket, just a just a fucking spider vein, just travel a, a spider vein of wrongness is now a, a lightning bolt. A, a, just I, I, there's not enough metaphors for me to tell you how You're wrong I just was. Wrong royalty checks for the next weeks of this. My God, it is it is. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I will now be wrong for the remainder of the tournament. You know, the more you talk about sports, the more I realize what I am missing out on. Yeah. It sounds great. It is all about unrealized. It's all about um, an unrealized expectations. And isn't that what being Jared Stearns is all about? <laughs> I feel like knowing that you're going to be wrong for the foreseeable future is really a state of being I've existed in for most of my life. Sure, but why not try and win money while doing it? Look, if I, what is it? What's the stock market thing that I, I learned recently? What's it called? Um, not betting low. What's it called? Uh, shorting. Shorting, <clears throat> yes. Can I short the uh, NCAA bracket <laughs> system? You can, can short I just, my picks. <laughs> you can, that's you what can. you're doing wrong. You're trying to focus on the winners each time. What you really need to be doing is Who's going to lose each game? Because, oh like, God. winning is a variable, but losers are always forever. And that's Jared Stearns. <laughs> yeah, no, this this bracket just turned into a metaphor for me in general. So, yeah, and, and, and I picked that team. I have three different brackets uh, that I'm uh, – three different uh, tournament groups that right? I'm in. And I, I had the same national champion in all three of them. And, and that's the proper way to bet. Don't stagger your selections. No, do Just not. go Don't all hedge. in, all Don't in hedge. with the same game or same yeah. Uh, team. Yeah. Well, my, my theory was I would be right. <laughs> and therefore, I would be right three times. My theory wasn't that I would be the most wrong I could possibly be. <laughs> was there ever a part of you that was like, I'm going to go two games with this team, but one game just as a safety? No, you, you once you pick them. Oh, I mean, you can. I, I didn't have to pick them to be the national champion, but they were a really good team. And right. the thing, the thing about college basketball this season and in a couple pre, a couple seasons previous is there are only like eight superlatively good teams that have a right. real shot at winning the tournament. Everybody else is just kind of an also like all the middle seeds. There's not a whole lot of uh, gradation of, of being good. They're all pretty okay. much equal once you get past the one and two seeds, right? Right. Well, this was a two seed, and they were they were projected to do really well, and they were really hot. They, they were doing, and uh, yeah, fuck, I am. That is, I, 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 I can just, I can just root for chaos now. I can just watch it all burn because I, 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 I don't normally get to this stage this early. Man, okay, well, it, it, I've... <laughs> I don't know, I, by the way, for those listening, I don't know how to end an episode where I'm watching Jared melt down in front of me. Like, because 
Because like he had no idea that he was going to look down and see this information. He looked down casually at his phone to check a picture I sent him. And it's like, yeah. it's like being in the middle of like having beers with a friend of yours and all of a sudden looking down and seeing a message from your partner being like, we need to talk, I want to break up. And you're like, ha, well, this has kind of killed the mood a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, this is all being like, I, I don't, I, I had a grand total of about $15 invested in the tournament. And there's no like wild card slot. They can't like come back from one nope, section. No, no, there's no re-entry into the tournament. They're it's done. a single elimination tournament, which is why it's an awesome tournament because shit like that can yeah. happen and ruin everyone's day from Kentucky. Well, listen, I, <laughs> my phone just keeps buzzing. Your fist phone is like blowing. I imagine that it's the rest of the people being like, sorry, Jared, good choices. Way to go all in on all three. Yeah, well, well what are you gonna do? <clears throat> what are you gonna do? <sighs> I'm so I, I you know I never like to see your no, like, emotional fine. demise in real time <laughs> on camera. Demise? Come on. <clears throat> deflation. Deflation. Deflation, deflation is, is a better word. All right, I don't know how we're gonna get out of this uh, podcast. I don't know how we're, how we're ending this. You know, a lot of our podcasts now seem to be ending like escape rooms where like we have all the components to get out. We're like, well, we've talked about a lot of stuff. We could tie it all together. Then we're like, we got like two minutes left and I have no idea how to do this. Somebody better fake a heart attack so that they open the door. You're like, win by default, win by default. <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks for sticking your ears between two sterns. Please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show, or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at jaredstern.com.